Listeners, thanks for tuning in. I'm Lawrence Coletti, executive producer for Legal Talk Network, and it's with much enjoyment that I present the following episode highlighting the 2019 Global Legal Hackathons finalists from New York City. My guess is there's a few of you out there who aspire to create technology for the legal profession. You might even think you have the next big idea. If I'm talking to you, I highly encourage you to participate in a hackathon. The following production was recorded at the 2019 Global Legal Hackathon, and it features the top three teams from the New York chapter of that event. What you're about to hear is an abbreviated version of their final presentations. Can you pick the winning team? I bet you can. But hang on for the ending. The results, they might surprise you. We now cut to our episode, already in progress, starting with the team named Contract App. All right, so I'm going to start. Start. All right, so this is the contract app. We'll go quickly through a few slides, but basically there's a lot of technology out there. Uh, unfortunately, from the contract management perspective, it's been around forever, but they're still getting rated very poorly, the lowest out of all technologies in the legal space. When it comes to NDAs even, something that's very simple, we're still paying a lot of money for them. And that's just looking at a one-sided agreement, not thinking about the other party. So a lot of people will start to blame the technology. They think they're getting lied to. Um, but I think the fact is the technology is fine. It's not a magic button. And it's just thinking about where you could fit into that process. Uh, there is a lot of time that goes in upfront, building the right process, re-engineering your uh, process, decomplexifying, standardizing, defining the gray area. Um, so that's where we started here. So looking at the content itself and then building a solution around it. So working at the contract level, back to plain English, using reasonable starting positions, coming up with fallback positions for how you're gonna negotiate, decomplexifying the uh, NDA into different pieces so you could uh, individually, sorry, this is killing my time. So we see here starting in, uh, in job forms, filling out the form, collecting information, pretty similar. Still an experience for in-house lawyers that costs a lot of money to get this kind of system in place. If you went through a big contract lifecycle management implementation, which I did when I was in-house, uh, you can pay hundreds of thousands of dollars just to get something basic like this, if you could believe it. Um, so we're gonna go through here, collecting basic information. We selected the send through DocuSign route, but there's also other routes uh, that we'll take a look at. So once this gets finished, well, we could have sped it up, up a little, a little bit. bit. Huh? Speed up a little bit. I don't know if I can speed up on the fly, unfortunately. But you'll see for every consistent for both parties. Um, all right, so we have one minute, so let me flop to uh, – or do you want to do the uh, – should we do the blockchain piece then? Yeah, sure. Yeah. But let's just, just for a second just to see. So this was the second party getting the agreement, opening it up. Some of the information's there. They fill out the stuff that's not there. Uh, and then it gets uh, routed from there and executed. Uh, where's the other one? Oh, it's this one. Please. Right, so uh, once uh, the recipient uh, signs it, uh, and document sends a webhook, and we built it on AWS, where uh, we have a, a API gateway, and it takes the document and hashes the contents and uh, increases it on LTO blockchain's network. So uh, there's like a third party. And there's also a third party route as well where 
a third-party system can digest the document and bring it back into the structure. Okay, I still don't know what I'm buying. What What are you selling me? That, that's and I and I realize yeah. the time is really short, and it's, and no, it's really hard for all you guys. So that's why it, just it, the, uh, I, I'm not trying to be snarky. I'm just so for starting with basic contract types, a way to get them done significantly more uh, affordably so, and efficiently. Right. Sorry, let me just stop you there. So you're selling me software and I input my own content or you're selling me content Both. and the yeah. system? Okay. So the content was developed uh, with uh, one of the big law firms in yeah, the city and trying to get uh, one of the CLM system vendors to build this. Time. They wouldn't do it. And then it was a hunt. Yeah, it was expensive. Thank you. All right. Thank you. We hope you're enjoying this episode so far. Next up, we'll hear from the team called Classify. All right, so hello everyone. My name is Shivam Satyarthi, and this is my teammate, Bliss Hu, and our project is called Classify. So can you guys please raise your hand if you had like a ginger ale like today or yesterday, or like any time at all, like ever. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so have you guys ever used like Lenovo laptops or something like that? I know I had a, like an idea pad a while back, yep. And did you guys ever use like Charmin, like uh, flush wipes or something like that? Ever use Charmin products? <laughs> okay, the point is, if you bought all three of those items within the past five years, um, you could be eligible for up to $800 in class action lawsuit money. Um, so you might be asking, what are class action lawsuits? It's a lawsuit in which a group of people with the same or similar injuries caused by the same product or action sue the dependents as a group. And our focus is on consumers who uh, purchased a defective product. And when the class wins the lawsuit, each participant receives some payment. In the starting nine months of 2017, a total 3,167 class action lawsuits were filed in California. If you bought that, uh, it will oh, we're filed in get $31. And now the big one, if you bought a Lenovo laptop, this one was $750. As all day, we aggregated online, it's true data. And so now when we hit submit, uh, what is it? An Amazon gift card with an amount of $816 is being generated. It's now going to be sent to our email. And, and click the Okay. And also, the other advantage, too, is that we also generate a legal form that will get submitted to the law firms that has our information already pre-filled out from the information that we provided when we logged in. And it's locked with, it's with blockchain technology that Inferera. Uh, so it uses Integra for Integra. blockchain technology. So that way when the law firm receives our, our notice for compensation, they know that we have verified it with the actual, uh, with, with Amazon. So that way- And when they're filing through different claims, they can see that we have higher priority because we've already gone through their entire purchase history. And as of now, we don't have any competition for our product. It is something that is really <laughs> It sounds to me like you're in the right area. I get those things and I'm so frustrated and I think that I'm getting just a scam. Exactly. These, these class action lawyers are scams. I'm sorry if there's somebody in the room. But you see the fine print, you see the crazy language and you know they're just gonna get their fee. So, and I've passed on a number of these because I said, it's not worth it to me. 50 bucks for my wife, to, you know, this, that. But if I could go and click some buttons, and take 40 bucks, I would do it. So, sorry, I'm making your yeah. case. Anyway, I just, I like I liked the concept, but you do have to verify that that money's out there. And you have to verify that it's not just Amazon, it's, you know, all the credit cards. And Time. I don't know how you do all that. Thank you. All right, thank you.
Hello, listeners. Cutting in one more time, this last presentation features the team called Femme Legal, giving it their all in an attempt to win. Hi, everyone. As you could tell by that enthusiastic introduction, we're Team Femme Legal. And navigating the law can be really difficult. For people that aren't familiar with it, it is something that can kind of feel like a maze. And most importantly, most legal information, even though it's accessible in terms of the actual uh, communication channel, it's still stuck behind a wall of text. So we did a couple of surveys to be able to figure out what people really wanted. And one of the themes that kept coming back was that legal language is difficult to understand and it's still something that's really intimidating. So we conducted user interviews that echoed that same sentiment. These were the themes that came up and the areas of law that people were most interested in knowing more about. And we're a pretty global team. We're eight women from six different countries, and we realized that this was a global issue, and we wanted to find a way to solve it. So if you're legally lost, we're legally found. So our solution seeks to gamify the law and the legal information that you would need and empower users by doing that. So whether you're someone that's building a business in rural India or a person that's negotiating a contract in New York City, you should be able to have the information at your fingertips in a fun and interactive way. So this is Amy. She's decided that she's going to start a uh, Using in the app, you can get more coins. And even if we target 3% of the market, we will still have $566 million uh, obtainable market. So our go-to-market strategies through app stores and also uh, making available to the websites and things that people turn to when they need an, uh, information. And market penetration, these are the hot topics that we get out of the survey, and we'll try this, uh, creating games with these topics, test it through different markets, and go globally uh, in time. Competition, there, non-engaging, non-comprehensible, legal aid applications still there, time. but we are different. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can see why we're different. <laughs> we're having questions Have you picked your favorite team? Who do you think's going to win? We're going to find out who won soon because now we're going to hear from the judges. If you got it right, if you got it wrong, let us know what you were thinking via Twitter at the hashtag GLH2019. And now, on to the results. We are ready to announce the winners. All right, uh, we are going to announce uh, the top three. We'll start with third place. I just really want to thank everybody, regardless of what names are announced here. It's just amazing to me, um, the energy and that you're still here and not passed out because it's so hot in here. So I just want to thank everybody and congratulate you for all of the great work that you did. Uh, in third place, and we have a little banner, we'd like to have a little photo op here, is Contract App. First and second place difference, two and a half points. If for any reason, first place cannot, you know, I feel like there's a Miss America thing, and, and which is legitimate. If for some reason the winner can't move on to the virtual semifinal round, we will go to the second place team. Second place team is Femme Legal.
drumroll. And the winner is <laughs> first place, Team Classify. Yeah. <laughs> One person with the biggest sign. <laughs> Great. Thank you, Thank you, everybody, so much. That's a wrap on GLH 2019 New York. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this podcast, and if you like what you heard, please find, subscribe, rate, and review us in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or even better, your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, I'm Lawrence Coletti. Thank you for listening. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook, or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Uh -huh.